Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for the Joy of the Gospel with your host, Bishop Michael Sheridan of the Diocese of Colorado Springs. Stay tuned as we discuss matters of faith, culture, and evangelization. And now, here's your host, Bishop Michael Sheridan. Hello, everybody. This is Bishop Michael Sheridan. Welcome to the program. Uh, just in case anybody missed this, there's a big election coming up on the 3rd of November. And today, uh, we're going to talk uh, for, for a good deal about what that means uh, specifically for Coloradans within uh, the area of the respect for the dignity of life. I'm, I'm here today with, with Julie Bailey, who is the director of the Respect Life Apostolate here in the Diocese of Colorado Springs. Julie, welcome. <laughs> and uh, we're, going, we're going to talk, actually Julie's going to do most of the talking, and, and talk about the importance of Proposition 115. Uh, this will be on, on the ballot in November, and we will all have the opportunity to vote to save the lives of many unborn babies or not. Uh, I think it's just that simple. Maybe it's more complicated, Julie, but you could take us through it. I'll, I'll throw this to you, and, and, and let's just begin to talk about how this came about and some of the details of Proposition 115. I want to be perfectly clear that Proposition 115, what we know as Proposition 115 on the ballot, began as Initiative 120 and was known by the tagline, Due Date Too Late, when we all started signing petitions back in October of last year. That petition drive was begun at a grassroots level by an organization known as the Coalition for Women and Children, headquartered in Denver. And they got it on the Secretary of State's radar, got us a, so the permission to gather signatures to put this initiative on the ballot, and we got until February to gather the signatures we needed. What we ended up with when the Secretary of State counted them was we were 10,000 signatures short. So right after the COVID pandemic began and we were in lockdown, the Secretary of State granted us a 15-day cure period to gather the additional 10,000 signatures that were needed. And unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, we were not given any grace at all with regard to that pandemic. We had to gather signatures with all those measures in place, which provided quite a challenge. But what came out of that cure period was not 10,000 additional signatures, but 50,000 additional signatures. Is one is 115 the same as 120? It is the same. They just changed the number? Well, the number... The number of the initiative has to do with how the Secretary of State assigns a number when a petition goes through. And then when it comes on the ballot, it's it's numbered based on how many other propositions have appeared on the ballot up until this point. So it's a sequential numbering. So that's why it changed from 120 to 115. We don't want people to be confused. We want people to understand that what the petition they signed for Initiative 120 to end late-term abortion in Colorado is Proposition 115. We want a yes vote on Proposition 115 to end late-term abortion in Colorado. Why don't you lay out for us uh, what exactly is 115? What are we voting for? So we are voting to end all abortions in Colorado after 22 weeks of gestation of the fetus, except for those that are determined to be necessary for the health of the mother. So 
This is physical health, I think, isn't it? It's it's absolute life of the mother. So right. it's not even health of the mother. It's life of the mother. Right. And basically, 22 weeks is is the time right now when children who are born early are considered viable. And most of them, 65% of children born at this age gestationally live and have no adverse uh, life issues. Okay, so so we have a potentially anyway viable child at at twenty two weeks who um who can feel pain, right? Absolutely feel pain. All of their organs are already formed. They are essentially just a smaller version of a full term child. There's really lung development and some of those other development that needs to happen for a very healthy child, but. There's nothing really different yeah. between those two children. Hasn't similar legislation been passed in, in a few other states? It has. And in some cases been knocked down subsequently uh, on appeal? Or, or, or no? Maybe. Some, of the, some of the states have, have in, embraced a very aggressive um, position toward late-term abortion. New York, Chicago, or Illinois... But in general, Colorado is only one of seven states that allows abortion this far into a pregnancy. Colorado is one of the only ones? Yes. But there are some others. There are six others. Yeah. But there are 43 states that limit abortion in some way in our country. Okay. I mean, to to me, and I'm I'm sure to many people, I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer. I, I, I think for others, it's no, we can do it whenever we want. We should be able to do it whenever we want. Even though over the years, science has has developed so much mm-hmm. that that we can see without a doubt that this is a small human being. And and yet, you're right, in some places it's like, no, if if, if we want to take the life of the child, even even after birth, if there's a botched abortion, um, right, it, it, it's unthinkable. But um, it is for me. Well, I think it is. I think it is for a lot of people. I hope enough people that um, that we can uh, we can see this legislation uh, pass. Uh, any any other particular details about the legislation we should know? Well, it, actually, Bishop Sheridan, the, the legislation is very simple. It is. It's a very simple question. It's do we limit abortions to only happening after 22 weeks for the life of the mother? That's it. And a lot of people will say that there aren't very many that happen, so why do you care? Well, first of all, I would say, if there aren't that many that happen, then why shouldn't we limit them? But second, there are two to 400 Abortions after 22 weeks in Colorado every year. So it's it's not inconsequential. It's a lot of babies. It's a lot of mothers hurt by the process. And in general, across the country, about 1% of abortions that are uh, acquired are considered late-term, this 22 weeks and beyond. But in Colorado, 3% of the abortions that happen in Colorado are late-term. So we are one of the late-term abortion capitals of the country. You know, we're, 
we're we're so appalled or whatever at at at, at the number of illnesses, uh, cases of illness and 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 death resulting from this this virus that's in our in our world. But um, but somehow a, a lot of that doesn't doesn't water go down to the same kind of horror and and fear or whatever when it comes to to the destruction of human life in the womb. No, I have a hard time understanding that because the numbers it's tragic for somebody to lose a family member or a dear one because of COVID. But we're talking in the you know, since nineteen seventy three when Roe versus Wade passed and in, in, in Colorado actually since nineteen sixty seven, abortions have been done through all nine months of pregnancy. We've lost in this country over sixty million young lives. Sixty million. That's just in America. And that to me there should be more outrage. Well, we, uh, we, we, we've been told from the beginning, I, I don't think we could be told uh, that credibly anymore, that this is not a, a human person. This, this is a glob of tissue which, after it's born, will become a human. Uh, that's an unsupportable position anymore. It, it's absolutely unsupportable, especially with as advanced as our scientific window into the womb has become with 4D ultrasound. We can... I have an ultrasound picture of my grandchild at 16, 18 weeks, and I can see the features on his face by which he, he, I see him today, after he's born, four months ago. It, there's no way you can support that argument any longer. Well, they're going to try. They certainly are. They're going to try. And, and you, you know, you, you said how quickly you, you got the necessary signatures even even in the midst of trying to do it with the with the covid virus does that uh, portend for you a, a good outcome to this do, you, do you, in other words do you think in general public opinion not just catholic or christian or religious but do you think we've gotten to the point now where maybe significant numbers of people who may not claim any uh, religious affiliation or religious faith can just with eyes and with human reason look at this and say, yes, we've got to do this? We believe that. There's some studies recently, uh, surveys that show over 70% of Americans believe that abortion should be limited to only the first trimester. And in Colorado, when we went through this this initiative processing and got all of our signatures, over 20% of the signatures were not from Republicans. This is not a partisan effort. We have... There's a huge proportion of Democrats for life who want this common sense issue resolved in Colorado. I wish it could be resolved at the national level as easily or quickly. But, I do uh, as yeah. well. Yeah. So you're you're very hopeful, I think. I am hopeful. Yeah. I am hopeful. I you know I believe that this, the story of David and Goliath is a powerful one, and uh, we are fighting the Goliath that is Planned Parenthood. They've already put over $400,000 into this campaign to defeat Proposition 115. Really? Yes. Well, well, we, we, as I, we're hoping again with you for, for the very best. Um, people, people may ask, ask, ask questions like... Um, well, if this passes and, and and an abortion after 22 weeks is done, 
is the mother then criminalized? Is the doctor criminalized? Those are big concerns. And no, the mother, the mother will not be criminalized. There is no criminal penalty in the initiative at all for, women, for the women undergoing the abortion. The penalty is against the doctor. He can be criminally prosecuted, and he can lose his medical license. He or she. Well, I think yeah, we're 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 coming up we're coming up to a to a break here. Uh, just to remind our listeners that I'm I'm here today with Julie Bailey, who's the director of the Respect Life Apostolate for the uh, Diocese of Colorado Springs, and we are talking about an issue that um, I think is going to be at the forefront, uh, not only of, of for the state of Colorado, but on the national scene too, and that is. Um, are we going to continue uh, to not only allow, but perhaps even to promote the abortion of unborn children, possibly even to the point of their of their birth? So we will uh, uh, will continue uh, we'll continue that in in just a moment when we're back. Most people involved in abortion feel they have committed the unforgivable sin. Nearly all are embarrassed and believe no one will love and accept them in light of their abortion. But the compassionate, trained people of Project Rachel are prepared to show you the path to healing. Many of the volunteers with Project Rachel have been exactly where you are now, facing their abortion and seeking a way to reconcile their life. For more information, visit hopeafterabortion.com or contact Rhonda Miller at 719-649-6198. We're back now with Julie Bailey, Director of the Respect Life Apostolate for the Diocese of Colorado Springs, and we have been talking about um, uh, a piece of legislation that's going to be on the ballot in November here in the state of Colorado, uh, Proposition 115, which would limit abortions uh, to the first 22 weeks of gestation and not um, after that. You know, Julie, I, I, I've heard myself, and I'm, and I'm sure you have even more, uh, from people who have said, you know, this, this should be an all-or-nothing proposition, even to the point of backing off a of support for this because it sounds like, well, we're, we're supporting some abortions, just not all of them. Well, we're not supporting any abortion. No, we absolutely are not. But we're, we don't sit back and wait until we could get 100% of it, or that we, we, this is incremental, right? Well, I think what we've done in past years is try to get a personhood amendment into the Constitution in Colorado, and it's failed time after time. We cannot get broad support in the state of Colorado for an entirely, an entirety in banned, banning abortions. But we have seen such support for this late-term ban across the state that we really believe this is this is doable, it's an incremental approach, and it's a common-sense approach. When you can see in the womb that this child is a child, and when if this child were born naturally at this time, could most likely would survive, that's something that makes sense to most Colorado voters. You know, one of the one of the things I, I think we've all noticed in in these past well number of years really is that um, the the crowd that shows up in Washington every year in January uh, to um, and let's say very peacefully mm-hmm. uh, call for an end to abortion in, in our country that 
the faces in that crowd are getting younger and younger. We, we Indeed. We, we've got a new generation of, well, women and men yep. uh, who have something different to say than they did in 1973 or 75 or whatever. They feel viscerally the loss of their compadres, I think. They've been told, you know, and most of them see themselves as the pro-life generation, as survivors of Roe v. Wade, because they've all been born since Roe v. Wade's been in effect. And it's powerful. I'm so encouraged to see these young faces, young voices. We have some very strident and powerful young people who are leading this movement. We are no longer led by, as the pro-choice side would have us believe, older men with white hair. Well, that that also uh, that also is good news. During the break, Julie, you were saying you wanted you wanted to talk more about um, this provision that's that's in this legislation about abortion to uh, to save to save the life, life of, of a mother. mother. And what we have have been hearing from uh, our opponents on this subject is that it's necessary to have late-term abortion available to save the life of mothers and that almost every abortion that is done that late is either one, due to saving the life of the mother, or two, to um, end a pregnancy that is a non-viable child. And neither of those things is true or is borne out by the evidence and the statistics. In fact, the late-term abortionist in Colorado who operates in Boulder stated in a recent interview that over 70% of the late-term abortions he does are on perfectly healthy women with perfectly healthy babies. Most obstetricians will tell you it is far safer for a woman who has possibly experienced distress in a pregnancy after 22 weeks of gestation, it's far safer for her to have a C-section and deliver that child because that surgery takes up to 30 minutes, whereas a late-term abortion can be a four-day ordeal. It's four days. Four days. Because you, the body has to be prepared. Essentially, the woman delivers a dead child after four days. Well, more so, reason to, uh, to look very positively at uh, Proposition 115. Obviously, Julie, you and I are Catholics. And I, I don't think it's only Catholics or, 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 or Christians who are supporting this legislation. It is not. We have a broad-based coalition that reaches not only into the Christian community, but into non-religious communities all over the state. Democrats for Life are all over this issue. And, and independents, people that just see the common sense value of limiting a procedure that is barbaric. How do we? I'm, I'm sure there's some people. I hope with many who are listening um, to us right now, who might be inspired to get to get involved in this. I mean, I know we're close to the election, but we still need we, we still, we still need, need volunteers. To, to, yeah. How how might people become involved, go about doing that? As I said, there's a broad-based coalition. There are organizations all over the state that are working for this. Locally, here in Colorado Springs, there's an organization that we are partnering with called Pikes Peak Citizens for Life. 
very active in the effort to pass 115. There is also a coalition up in Denver that's led by the Archdiocese of Denver, and so you can go to respectlifedenver.org uh, for more information and resources on this. But pp.citizensforlife.org is our local, our local pro-life organization, non-denominational, all-volunteer, um, non-profit organization that does work on these issues, and, and it has a robust presence on our website right now uh, supporting 115 and providing resources. I have to confess, I didn't know about this. There, um, you've been collecting baby shoes? <laughs> Tell me about that. So, oh, during the petition drive, one of our pastors came up with an idea after having traveled to Auschwitz and seeing stacks of shoes outside of the camps. And he said, what if we did something similar to bring attention to Proposition 115. So we put out to all of our parishes to collect baby shoes, and we collected them all and put them in a display and took some amazingly powerful pictures of them, and we're going to put those on print and social media, and we're going to provide them to our, our parishes and to anybody who wants them to put on their social media. We're going to have a display at the All Things Catholic store in Chapel Hills Mall with these shoes. Because what we've done is we've collected the shoes that would represent one year's loss. of, ba And that's a lot of shoes. But trust me, I've counted them several times now. It's a lot of shoes. And so we're trying to viscerally reach into people's heads and say, this is what we're talking about. It's not an inconsequential loss to the state of Colorado. These are shoes, in other words, that will never be worn. Or, or otherwise would be unfilled forever because of the loss of life yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. We've, um, we've been concentrating fairly ex exclusively on what's going on here in, in Colorado, but I, I, I think uh, all of our listeners, I think most people know that this, the whole question of abortion also exists at, at the national level, um, and I don't think think it's it's just a matter of is it going to be abortion before 22 weeks or, or not um we i've not seen in my adult life and certainly since i've started voting i've never i've never seen um such an absolute and clear division in 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 the in in the in the parties over this this issue um and i can only say <laughs> I hope it makes a difference for thoughtful people when they come to vote, not only for Colorado Proposition 115, but uh, but at the national at level. At the national level, I agree. I think people have to remember that when we when we vote for a party, we vote for what that party stands for, and we stand for life. If it doesn't matter what other rights we have. If we don't have the right to life, then the other rights, they, they fall flat. Exactly. You know, and, and, and this whole thing, I'm, I'm not a one, I'm not a one issue voter. None of us is a one issue voter, but there is a hierarchy to, the, to those issues. And as you said, I mean, we can, we could be concerned about the good of people in a number of ways. But if those people never have a chance to exist, mm -hmm. or at least to be born, 
what what purpose does it does it do? I mean, I know it it it, it can serve those who are alive, but I think you, as you said, we're talking about something so fundamental: the very right to live, guaranteed. You know, right. in in our founding in our founding documents. documents. Yeah, and 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 somehow we've we see not entirely, but we we we've had some people who seem to have. Um, who have lost sight of that. I think there has been a, a loss of that as a foundational value, that life is good, life is, life is to be celebrated, life is holy be, because humans are special and all lives matter. Well, we, we could get into a philosophical, I oh, guess, historical <laughs> argument. So, so many things are, are, are bound together in this, how we've over, especially over the past 50, 60 years, have, have slowly but surely come to see something very different than I think what, as, as a country prior to that, we, we firmly believed in, no matter what party we, right. we voted for, what party... Uh, we belong to, but more than ever, this is not the time to say, "Oh, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat," and I just pull the lever for all of it. We we have to look clearly at at the issues uh, that are there, and I think, as I said, I think they are very clear. They're getting clearer every time we I agree. we come around to to vote. So I certainly encourage our listeners to to um, be very thoughtful. Uh, and and even approach these these elections prayerfully. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We, we you know we're we have to use our conscience. In other words, when we vote, but we have to make sure that conscience is just a way of saying, oh, this is what I think I like. Therefore, that's my conscience. No, conscience is, is no. much more than and that. And it needs to be well formed. It needs to be well formed based on what we really and truly believe. Exactly. Joel, we are quickly running out of time. Tell our listeners, uh, I think you were talking about a website that they mm-hmm. could go to, and perhaps to find the exact legislation that we're talking about. Is it on, on It's that? all out there. Yeah. It's easy to find. Uh, as I said, you can go to pikespeakcitizensforlife.org. You can go to respectlifedenver.org. Uh, you can even go to the Secretary of State website and Push in Prop 115, and it'll t- show you exactly what the words are going to say on your ballot. This ballot's going to be full of stuff, so please don't skip over this most important is- initiative. Julie, thanks. Thanks so much thank for, you, your, for your words, and, and, and always thank you for, for the work that you and, and, and so many other people in our diocese are doing to, to promote the dignity uh, of, of human life, especially now that we're coming to this election. So God bless you. God bless all of our listeners. And again, um, please vote. That's what's important. Please vote and, and please vote with a well-formed conscience. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. Okay. Thank you for listening to the joy of the gospel, a production of the Colorado Catholic Herald in the diocese of Colorado Springs. We look forward to joining you again next week with your host, Bishop Michael Sheridan.